When I travel overseas, call me international dollar. Accepted everywhere across hemispheres, grad school scholar. Verbally poetic, spiritually prophetic. Travel this globe in hopes of finding poetry spewing from native tongues. If you think you've reached your peak, wait until you hear that next poet speak. Everyone has a story to tell, and poetry does it well. What's your story? Please help me in welcoming to the Poetry Globe stage, straight from the People's Republic of Brooklyn, Ainsley Burroughs. Thank you for being here, sir. We appreciate you. Have a seat. Ah, cool, cool. Ainsley, yeah, cool. it's good to see you, man. I met you a while back on stage. It was amazing when I saw you. I thought that your voice was incredible, your actual delivery voice mm. and the things that you were talking about and getting into. Now, I know that you've been able to make a career mm. out of poetry. Specifically in the last few years with something <laughs> near and dear to your heart and yeah. other parts of <laughs> the anatomy, yeah. the sweet spot. Yes. <laughs> from, from what I gather, a 25 city tour, that 30 city tour, they tell yeah. me. Yeah. 30 city tour. It's, it's really an experience of yeah. sight, sound, touch, touch, Taste. pleasure. Yeah. Smells. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's sensory um, engagement. Overload? Engagement. <laughs> All your senses. Tell me a little bit about why you created that platform. I, I know from the poetry side, yeah. but you have different types of art forms on that stage. Yeah. So tell me how that came together. What sparked that idea? Originally, when the show started, it was mainly an erotic poetry show. But um, I like painting, so mm -hmm. we used to have a live painter on stage painting. So it would be erotic poetry, live painting, and a live band. Okay. That was it originally. It used to be once a year. Okay. And Annual. yeah, and then uh, in like 2009, we started doing it quarterly. And when you're doing it once a year, it's cool to have once a year you get music. Poetry, um, some paint, but if you're mm -hmm. doing it every three months, you're gonna have to make it more interesting. So yeah, we brought in dance, uh, then that evolved into like burlesque. Um, then we brought, we felt like, apart, besides just the erotica part and the entertainment part, we need to give people like some kind of like information. So we brought okay. in a, a sexpert okay. that could give you sexpert advice. Mm -hmm. And, and people actually, people really right. take you it. So a bit yeah. of a reaction from people that yeah, maybe people, didn't really expect. Yeah, somebody be like, you know what? I think that um, that Nakima uh, spoke about. Mm -hmm. I tried it and it actually it, it works. Um, okay. Have you ever gotten feedback from your audience after leaving the show? About the show. About the show and what they've yeah. taken home from the show. People um, tend to not know that describe what they experienced. All they know they could say is like, I got there. They have no words. And <laughs> it was just fun from start mm -hmm. to finish. It was just fun. And they'll go, they'll tell their friends and their friends like, what did you experience? And I always ask people, what was it like for you? It's like, I don't know how to put it into words. You've been, right? I've been, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. what? 
<laughs> what is it like for you? What is it? You know, I used the word overload when I described it back to you, and I think that's appropriate because you get so much mm. out of one show. Mm. You know, you really packed a lot of quality entertainment into that show. Yeah. So I think overload is the word oh. that I would go <laughs> yeah. with, and that's in a positive, <laughs> that's in in a a positive way. way. Yeah, yeah, sensory <laughs> overload. I, I love yeah. it. I love it. It was amazing. I saw yourself, some other people. It was yeah. great. That show travels nationally. Yeah. You've touched down in a lot of cities. Yeah. Tell me, what's been the experience from city to city for the sweet spot? You know, do you guys get a chance to get out into the city or what do you see as a reaction from different cities? In general, um, people love the show and especially outside of New York, because New York is still kind of like, <laughs> you know, that, that's New York. Ice but, grill. So you go to like, say like DC is our biggest, um, DC and Atlanta is our biggest markets. Okay. So like we you did- did a big theater in DC, like right? 1,500 people in DC. We did um, get your tickets early. Sixteen hundred people um, in February in Atlanta. Uh, we just wow. did Charlotte. We did like six hundred something people. That's amazing. And this is we're we're based in New York, and we could go to mm -hmm. New Orleans and sell three hundred and fifty tickets. Miami, right. four hundred and fifty people. California, um, and it's all packed venues. And I think it has to do with the talent that we have, okay. um, and the organization that we have, and. The fact that everybody that's a part of the show love what they're doing and people come and they see it and they feel it. And they're like, I want to share this with my friends. You know what I'm saying? So right. a big part of the success of the show has to just do purely with the talent. Okay. And so then, you have a lot of different talent that you've recruited yourself yes. coming on that stage. Yeah. That's great. Now talking about going from city to city, yeah. just being on the poetry scene. You've yeah. been on the scene for a long time. You know, you talked about Very different cities. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talked about different cities. You know, yeah. we, we had a conversation before and, you know, and it's something that I, I completely, you know, agree with and have the same sentiment mm. and, and why we're doing this show here. Yeah. You're not a starving artist. No. Right? And I don't think that, I think, I think we need to get that word out of our vocabulary mm -hmm. if you're an artist. I completely There should agree. be no starving involved right. with what you're doing. Starving artist is not a good thing. Like, it's, it's, it's actually counter to what um, the universe is about, if you think about it. Artists Break are it down. creating every day. You're creating. And it's like, watch the people who are creating and giving insight, happiness, joy, um, engage in the world, be the poorest people in the world. It's Pouring totally, yeah, it's, it's just, I think it's counter and um, I get a lot of, get a lot of pushback from my fellow artists mm -hmm. who, I don't know if they're in love with the idea of being a starving artist, but I, I don't agree not. with it. And sometimes if you are around people and you don't believe what they believe, they kind of push you to the side, like get the, 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 the long arm. But I, I am fully invested in not starving. <laughs> like, I, I want to live off my art. I want my friends and family to be able to live off my art. And I don't want to die poor after giving your entire life to, to art. It's we not fair. I don't think it's fair. should be able to pass something down. Yes. Your wow. artwork alone is going to be worth enough for the kids <laughs> and the grandkids. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've been to the show. So let's, let's talk about some of the projects that keeps you as a working, employed, yeah. financially successful artist. Yeah. 
uh, your latest project, yeah. which I absolutely love, yeah. is titled Neo Chaos, yes. correct? Yes, Neo and, Chaos. And this is a, a album. Yes. And there's an art exhibit yeah. titled the same, Neo yeah. Chaos, that yeah. balances out with yeah. that, correct? Yes. On the cover is red, black, and white. You have some, there's two slave ships on yes. the cover. Can, can you give us some insight into where that cover came from? Um, the idea for the cover was... Um, it's almost like uh, it's, it's a throwback to what got us here, but at the top of the slave ship is a half of a slave ship. That's, and a, the top that's of it, a long throwback. At the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, way listen, back. Hey, listen, that, that's actually that's just, that's half of the throwback. I could have gone another 10,000 years uh -huh. early, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you saved that for you know, the next interview. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> So it's a, the bottom half of it is a slave ship. Mm -hmm. It's a drawing of a slave ship, and the top half is a drawing of a bullet, right? Okay. So, I, didn't, I didn't pick up on it. Uh, I missed it. Yeah, missed it's it. some, a lot of stuff sometimes is a second go-around, a third go-around. I actually got that idea for the slave ship off of a Bob Marley album cover called Survival. Okay. And I saw that album my entire life as a kid. And it wasn't until I was an adult I realized, oh shoot, it's a slave ship. Right. So you but didn't catch it either. For I me. didn't catch it until I was. I uh, yeah, but sometimes it. you don't need to get it at that moment because it's mm -hmm. not relevant, right? But right. the moment you get it is the moment that's you're like, oh wow, I needed that now. So the bottom half is a slave ship, and the top part is a bullet. So it's like it's this thing where like you are here as this quote thing that is being suppressed under the ship, but okay. at the same time. You are the thing that could destroy the whole thing. Okay. And that's what Neo Chaos is about. I'm going to go take the a whole look entire at that. universe is chaotic. If so you, talk a little bit more about that. So 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 <laughs> they'll tell you about. I'm going to tell you where the whole idea comes from, right? So um, in Greek philosophy, which they actually took out of African philosophy, right? Um, they have this god called Zeus. And they only speak about Zeus. Really, they talk about Gaia and Cronus and the gods above Zeus, right? But also above all those gods, which are basically just facets of nature, right, is this one god called Chaos. Okay. And in ancient Egypt, that's Nut, which is the, the, the female form. And okay. under it is the entire universe, right? It's still a metaphor, of course, about the nature of the universe, right? So... We avoid chaos. We sure do. Purposely, the same way how they get rid of women out of religion. And it's Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. It's like, it's this fear of the woman, but the universe is, is woman. It is masculine and feminine, but they get rid of the feminine part out of it. Mm -hmm. But it's always going to be there because every single day, everything in the universe moves. On the album, yeah. you have a. I listened to the whole thing. I, you have a few artists on there. Yeah. You have some very intriguing production. Yeah. It goes a little bit hip-hop, a little bit EDM. Can you just tell us a little bit about the artists that you worked with? Because I thought it was great to see those features and the way the production moved yeah. in the album. It switched up, but it maintained. It switched genres, but yeah. it maintained... A pattern. It maintained the chaos. Yeah. It maintained the chaos. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, yes. the, the theme throughout. Yeah, so I'm fully invested in chaos. Like, fully, 100%. Who did you work uh, you, with on those songs? Um, so, um, well, the, the, the tracks, songs, the music right? itself. Music, the, the music itself, right? Um, 
I, I lease the music okay. from somebody that produced it. And then what I do is I go and rearrange it. So I arrange it to match what I want to so see. you break the track down and rebuild it? I don't, kind of like, I, is somebody might give me a track and it's verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. And I might want to have chorus, 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 chorus. Okay, so you do some so arranging I, of your Yeah, own. I rearrange it. And um, I have one of my um, fellow poets that we travel around the country, Israel the Poets on there, um, Deacon Jackson. The speaking voice that you hear on all the tracks is L'Oreal mm -hmm. Noel, which is my lady right here. <laughs> you did a good job. Yeah. You did a good job. Yeah. You like it. Yeah. So um, she's on there. And then I had a, uh, the last track, which is a posse cut. It's like a bunch of poets yeah, and that MCs was that I know. Um, Sharif Ali, Twan X, um, Shaka Campbell, um, Sean B, Pharaoh Z, and... Um, one other person. Hey, we're going to show them love. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, the, what I like about yeah. that is recently I've said, yeah, you know what we don't have in hip hop anymore is mm. posse cuts. Mm. So we're going to pump your yeah. track and pump this out as the new posse cut. Oh, nice. I nice, like nice, it. Nice, it's nice, dope. Nice. Thank you so much, man. You have another project. So you are poet. Yes. Author. Yes. Painter. Yes. Screenwriter. Yes. You have a book. Bang, 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 bang. That, yes. When I when I heard that title, I just thought, oh, yeah, sweet spot. Yeah. All over again. Yeah. But this is a a fiction. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Tell us about how that story came about. We used to have a person that come to the sweet spot and read from her book, um, of short stories. Okay. She had erotic short stories, and I felt like they could be a little more involved so um i kind of like um was looking around for like source material so i was reading like zane um, i remember that <laughs> and, and i was kind of like um the story is there but the writing i didn't really appreciate too much okay like, zane we cool but <laughs> I'm just, so i was like i'm a writer i'm a poet Absolutely. i'm like why don't instead of me saying oh it doesn't exist why don't you just create it so I um, do the work. I took a couple of days and I wrote it. That, um, that's an interesting point. You do work fast, and yes, I learned that yes. recently. Yeah, a, a couple of days. We, How many pages I wrote, is that I wrote, book? It's um, two hundred and fifty some pages. I wrote it in twenty-two days. Don't tell me you can't get something done. I went to your Neo Chaos art yeah. exhibit, and yeah. talking about working fast, you told me there that. You did all of that yeah. work. You, you displayed maybe eight pieces, but yeah. mentioned that there's several more in yeah. the series. And you told me you did all that work over the course of a weekend. Of uh, two weekends. Two weekends. Yes. But I like, and, and that was, wow, that was amazing. Then you told me your process yeah. for that, on why you're able to come in on a weekend yeah. and create that. Yeah. Well, what's that process? Like, you could, like, I could be sitting right here right now, and I'm thinking, I'll be thinking about a song that I want to make, how I want it laid out, who I want on it. Right now, um, in the interview. Yes, while right I'm in interviewing, yes, head. yes. What's the title? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this one I can't tell you because it's, a, it's a, like, we have, like, we have um, this alternative universe that the whole Sweet Plots crew has where we make these Super albums. Heroes? No, okay. we make these albums. Okay. We'll make an entire album. It's all aliases, all pretend people. 
and go to the studio, make an entire album, and put it out on the internet, and don't tell anybody oh, who that we did it. And people go in there and think it's a real album. Is it for sale? No, it's free. It's on the internet. Give it to the people. Give it, oh, yeah, okay. it's, but, okay. but it's just it's a, it's a okay. joke. We do it as a joke. But people love it. <laughs> yeah. No, we it. do. Like you're too talented. <laughs> no, no, we honestly like just as like we're driving and we having conversations because we're in this tour bus for like hours and hours. We drive into Charlotte or Atlanta or we go into the Midwest mm -hmm. and we have a ton of time, right? So we're like right. talking, talking. We're like, you know, it'd be a really cool song if you made a song about this. And we were talking about it for like two, three years. And then one day I was like, why don't we just make it? And we took three days. Right. We got a studio time. We made an entire album, got the cover design, everything, and put it up on the internet. I'll send awesome. you the link. Send me the link. I'll send it out to the people. And we're going to take a look yeah. at that project, too. Yeah. Your, your process is amazing. You work fast. You think and create. No, I think about it go. before because I, I kind of had to because as a traveling poet before, I used to be mm -hmm. in a different city almost every night for okay. 10 months. Wow. So I don't really have the time to create, but then I might be home for a couple of days okay. or... You know, that time I'm like, okay, I have to get this screenplay done. Right. And I just end up, I'm thinking about this story. You don't waste time. You don't waste time. Hey. Have you become a resource for others with your current success? Um, like, I, I totally believe in the idea that as a group, you could go further than as an individual. And um, I used to travel by myself, and it's cool, like, it's dope, whatever. But like the end of the day, it's like, oh, it's just me traveling. But when you're traveling with like your crew, it's like, it's like 12 of y'all rolling up in a city and you burn it down yeah. <laughs> and you leave. Yeah. You feel good. Like you just have a better feeling inside. It's like, it's just like, it's me and my peoples. And we came down here, we rocked out and we chilling. And I love that. I love that idea. And I have tons of, you know, friends that like, you know, like, I had this idea like this would this would be cool if we did this, and they was like, you know what, let's do it. Yeah, that's and great. And we keep man. doing it every single day, you know. And I, you know, like, just here to share. It's great to have that kind of support. I want to thank you guys for sitting here with us and talking to Ainsley Burroughs. We'll be <laughs> back in a moment with a performance from the man himself. He's going to show you what some of that neo chaos is all about. Thank yes, you, Ainsley. This is Ainsley's newest album, Neo Chaos. You can find it and his other work at neochaosnow.com. This first piece I'm going to do is called Uneven Dreams. I stood in the scorpion of her, deep in the wet of her soft moving flesh flushed against mine, eyes filled with emotions, tears intact. I'm sorry, but I can't love you. Still moving deep in the tender of the swan's purple, fingers whispering, teething the flesh from my back like candles looking for excuses. She, the medicine woman, with juniper hands, and at the moment of orgasm she promised me that when she died, she would will her womb to give birth to me the next life so she could love me unconditionally. That was 17,000 years ago when we existed as echoes in a windstorm on an imploding planet Two universes, over-embracing the threat of her is. I danced with illusions, embroidered in mystery, murdered by many men. She too was alone, searching, unaware, walking into walls,
dragging her broken heart around in a steel cage, this daughter of a blacksmith laying atop my easel like a parable interwoven into the paper of my being bleeding. I read her two chapters from a book of zebras. She stopped me and said she spent the past 400 years giving out eyes at the gate of a city looking for you, which strangely explained the first three years of my life. Caught my breath, drowning, woke up in a coffin, cotton stuffed in my nostrils, insides empty, eyes removed, she was gone, and the silence tasted like embalming flowed on my lips, a tender knocking, like a kiss at the door of my conscience. It was this old woman, wrinkled and waxy, white-haired, beaming, transfixed. I was Buddha. She handed me a liquid marble that emitted so much light, I broke out in tears, crying for no reason, crying because I understood, crying because I didn't understand, cried so hard, it became 1920. She, now a jazz singer, on the red lights, dancing in strands of cigar smoke, winked, it became 1828. She, now my wet nurse, smiling, eyes screaming, brought forward, broke her heart at the prom, brought back, broke her heart before I met her, just so she would keep her distance. Died twice as a child avoiding her. She aborted me once, moved to China, changed her race, just so our paths wouldn't cross, just so our crosses wouldn't pass, until one London evening, I got a card in the post, pictured the slim Asian woman with stolen eyes, eyes stolen from a lover, me, she, joined circles on the forehead of the dust-quilted children, knitted from ether, blown around in circles, and in her left shoulder, burning bright blue or black candle waxed with tears, forever frozen black, she pulled me into the photo. The photo fell, falling into another slice of the universe, where she sat, burning, embers floating like bubbles above her head, pulling pins from her aura, each pin a lifetime wasted, each lifetime in the form of a song, each song an ember, blazed, singing, emitting so much light, I blinked. And in that instant, 17 faces of the same woman, eons ago, centuries ago, years ago, futures ago, and before I could say, what is your name, she vanished. And I'm in this diner, and she's serving black coffee and donuts to a trucker with a white beard and a red cap tagged made in China. She walks over to my table and places a plate with two eggs, bleeding like eyes looking up at me. I looked up at her. Have I seen you someplace before? She says no and walks out of the diner like a jazz singer, like a wet nurse, like the daughter of a blacksmith and leaves me with my heart chained to her pillow. I'm sorry, but I can't love you. Maybe in another lifetime. Thank you. So I wrote this poem, it's called Black Boy. He's a street corner, a stoop, a blindfolded blunt, a nuclear bomb in the middle of Brooklyn. He's a thunderclap in the womb of death. He's a black boy, a tranquilized metaphor, the twice ghetto shackled to the midnight in his hands. And he's shooting hoops, he's shooting off at the mouth, middle passage in his cornrows, maps back to the interior, 
back to shangle, back to the spirits, babbling, spitting, babbling, spitting, multidimensional black boys, cotton fields, tobacco sheds, apartheid, Jim Crow, church boy, field hands, crossover, like time travel, in slave ship tenements, he's a fifth of vodka, the black requiem lost in fragments of its own genius, he's government cheese and divinity, he's food stamps and infinity, immune to the cyanide in the quarter water, the heat translates these dark boys, the heat translates these dark boys into small songs, into a canvas of spilled insanity, into the chaos trapped in a star's heartbeat. All this chaos, this conjured oblivion, this resistance among the dark boys with their scrawny arms and their and their sagging pants, their scarlet eyes squeezed tight by cannabis, seeds of confusion, the perfume of wasted years in his collarbones, and he's addicted to street corners and malt liquor. He's addicted to the taste of his forefather's sweat in the tobacco leaves. All this Hennessy dreaming beneath his tongue next to the razor next to the history of ancestors planted below Wall Street, next to the memories of a father he's never seen, and he wants to go places. He really, really wants to go places. So he's writing his name on everything that moves, penned his greatest verse on the window of a train and watched it slide off into the killing twilight. It said, dear world, what have I done? for you to hate me so. He's a black buffalo, walking backwards through the wheat, survivor of a million noosed philosophies, Africa choked from his acoustics, a dying world on his face, poplar splints from sea to shining blindness. He was born invisible with a tornado smile. Sit still, black boy, keep calm, black boy, don't move, black boy. And Shango can't save him from these men who pray to the turbine and the jet engine, to their cell phones and their murdered minks, to their satellites and their news briefs. But he doesn't care because he's a street corner, a stoop, a blindfolded, blunted nuclear bomb in the middle of Brooklyn. He's a thunderclap in the womb of death. He's a black boy. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. In closing, I'll leave you with something titled, Body. I haven't met anybody since that somebody that embodies that special spirit in her body to give her my body and get her body, body by my body. If you possess that spirit within your body, I'll caress your flesh and embrace your body each and every single one of your lovely bones from skull to toes 
oh, so serious. Love shakes your equilibrium, causes delirium. It's the epitome of pleasantry, capable of filling that bottomless pit in my body is heavenly. How we mix like chemistry. Without it, I'm less of me, but don't pity me. The epiphany is that it's a testament that the testaments hold answers to certain tests for me so that she can look and see to say that he who is I embodies that special spirit in my body to connect with me, mind, soul, and body, but body, but body, but body, baby. Thank you for enjoying We are all poetry all the time. Remember, poetry is international. Thank you.